genre. Welcome to the New Republic Archives, where we discuss the history and legends of a galaxy far, far away. I'm Tim Garcia. And I'm Gary Roby. And we're finally back with another deep dive uh, this, uh, yeah. this this week. Finally, we're doing uh, the first two episodes of the Ewoks TV show uh, that are in the Vintage Collection on Disney+. Plus. Uh, these came out in 1985. Uh, yeah, so did. first of all, uh, Goopa, Gary. Goopa. Tim, I uh it's it was very funny watching this because we talked about about this before we started. I haven't seen the movies either. I don't know did the movies come out before I'm assuming that at least the first movie came out before the show, right? So these ones came out in 1985. Let's just check Caravan of Courage. Yeah. I believe they did, but um yes, 1984. Was okay. Caravan of Courage and Ewok Adventure. Gotcha. Um, what that makes a sense. painful movie to watch. We're going to have to do it. I, we're going to have to do it sometime. Um, I've not seen the movies. I, um, I've not seen the movies, but if you want to talk mm-hmm. about... I think painful is, like, a little harsh. But these were, like, a tough watch, Tim. These feel so long. So let's... Let's start with... The fact that these we are not the target demographic for this TV no. show. No, no, absolutely not. Um, these are very clearly made for probably seven or eight, probably yeah, maybe six to eight years right. old. Seems about the target demo for this. Um, also, we are not six to eight years old in the mid 80s. In the mid 80s. Which, yeah. you know, you had some really good, you know cartoons there's, of the time but the overall quality of yeah animation has gotten much better in 35 years or 37 Definitely. years as it does there's um, an aesthetic that this is like reaching for that just like doesn't scratch the nostalgia itch for me because i was i was not around in the 80s right 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 um and i you know i was not really very making small. memories i was very small <laughs> yeah. in the 80s but there was still a lot of that 80s animation that um, I remember, you know, coming into the 90s that was sure. like, you know, uh-huh. you'd be you'd watch because it was on videotape or, you know, whatever. Yeah, um, there are shows that I'm familiar with that have the same sort of aesthetic, but they were not things I was watching. Right. Um, so, yeah, so this is very it gives me and I think a lot of people saying very Care Bear vibes. Do you uh, think that this is might be part of the reason like again i haven't seen the movie so i don't know what the movies do but like when i was a kid growing up there was a lot of sort of hostility about like oh the ewoks are just teddy bears and i think this show really like leans on that deliberately i think they were just teddy bears i think that was i think the they point. were just teddy bears and now like i don't know ewoks feel more nuanced but maybe that's just because like we've been writing about ewoks for 40 years yeah um so the care bears 
was a yeah. 1985 cartoon and okay. also had a movie. So they would have been coming out at the same time. So you got to figure that they were at least competing. Um, That's interesting. Know. The idea of Ewoks and Care Bears, well, I mean, Care Bears won that battle, right? Right, for the animation, at least. Yeah, um, definitely. Um, but yeah, so overall, um, let's. I guess we can start it. Oh, um, both these episodes, and in fact, 14 of the 26 episodes uh, were written by Paul Dini. By Paul Dini! I saw that on episode one, and I was like, Paul Dini. Which I thought when I first saw it, because it opens very conspicuously. It's not like a, it's like, it, you know, they sing the very off-putting theme song, which will be Ewoks, where the spirits of the forest Um, and uh, and so, that, but then right after that, it's like written by Paul Dini, written by Paul Dini, episode who one. Is one of the fathers of the you know modern day DC animated yeah uh, stuff. Uh, so you've uh, got your for f- folks who don't know. Like I primarily know Paul Dini because he wrote a ton of the Batman animated series, right? Right, On... but he he's done gosh almost so anything much else. almost anything Batman since then. Um, That's incredible. He's I love you know... seeing like creators on. Like the early stuff before they blew up, right? Like right. this is, um, I know you haven't seen Avatar: The Last Airbender, but watching right. the first season of Avatar: The Last Airbender and seeing director credits for Dave Filoni, like, right, a lot of the stuff he did on that show he took right into Clone Wars, and it's just really interesting to see like how those, yeah, like work together. But like Paul Dini on Ewoks. Well, he also worked on that droids show. Okay, I haven't seen this, the Droid Show uh, either. People tell me either. that's the one I should watch. Um, well, the 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 one before that. So the yeah. So, um, but he it looks like he's you know he kind of worked in TV for a while. Um, yeah, he wrote some of Flash Gordon. He did an episode of The Incredible Hulk. Oh, um, nice. He did a lot of uh, He Man. Uh, looks like he wrote nine episodes of He Man. So he was kind of in the industry. He's he was yeah. You know, he was doing well. Doing working for IP. Right. Um before he went to and eventually ended up doing Batman. Yeah. Which is what uh, most people will know him from. That's um awesome. but yeah. Um Episode 1. Episode, the Cries of the Trees. The Cries of the Trees. Uh how do you feel about this one? Um so I'll just say overall didn't didn't hate these two yeah. episodes. They're um, not bad. They just they feel really long. And this is something that I didn't expect from like a 22 minute cartoon. Yeah. Is it like it kind of drags? It 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 does in a 80s cartoon sort of way. Yeah. Um, they're they're doing, you know, and it's been a long time. I don't watch a lot of like animated television nowadays, but it feels like they're doing like a new scene like every two minutes. Like, I think the first episode elapses over, like, a couple of days. Yeah, so let's just get into it. So the the Ewoks, uh, we, we, we go into the Ewoks, and they're, like, it's a bunch of the kid Ewoks, which I uh-huh. don't really understand the ages, really. Um, but... Wicked strikes me as, like, 
I don't like young, like but eight not to super 12. young because he's older than the hood, like the hood giving ceremony. Yes, so, which I, I think is like five, six. He's somewhere between 10 and 17. Yeah. Uh, like, I mean, in human years, who knows what the in, you know, maturity knows? is that. Um, but it's Wicket and a bunch of the um, a bunch of the other Ewoks and they're going through the forest in the middle of the night for some reason uh, with their little mm-hmm. torches um, and they stumble upon uh, what they thought were. Um, they were looking they? for aura blossoms. They were looking for aura blossoms, which are like glowing things. Flowers? Yeah, I like assume? flowers or something. Um, but instead they find uh, Wisties and not just any Wisties. Queen Isrina, yeah. who is the queen of the, the queen is, of the Wisties. Uh, Wisties appeared, uh, looked like little fairies. They, looked little they also fire call them fire folk. Yeah, yeah the fire folk, because they're like little glowing fairies. Uh huh. Um, and yeah, she's just cool with them. Like they're just like, oh yeah, she's she's cool. They're chilling in the forest. Yeah. In the battlefront, uh, <laughs> two. Okay. Which we've talked about briefly, but the battlefront two multiplayer mode Ewok hunt, uh, which is the best mode in the game. Uh, All right. There is. I think we've talked about it on the podcast before, but. Um, there's basically it's a mode and it's kind of like the zombies mode in Call of Duty or anything where. Okay, but it's Ewoks. But, um, in, yeah, it's the, so in the original Battlefront, there was a mode where you were a stormtrooper and you were hunting Ewoks. You're like going around, you're shooting a bunch of Ewoks. Uh This is backwards. Uh, so most, so like the majority of the players are stormtroopers and they're in the middle of Endor and it's nighttime and you have a f- you have a flashlight that runs out uh and all you have is your blaster uh, i and love it's this like black. five nights at freddy's and ewok story uh, yeah well it's multiplayer so most that's players legit. start oh, as that's that great. um and you can't see anything it's so hard to see uh meanwhile a a smaller group of players starts as ewoks and ewoks can see better uh in the dark uh-huh. um and uh, they have a, a bunch of different like power up stuffs. They don't use blasters, so nothing. You know, they use their spears and stuff. Uh, but they're like moving through the uh, brush, and you can hear them like making their little Ewok sounds. And it oh. literally turns it into like a terrifying experience. I love this as the stormtrooper. Um, and uh, yeah, to the point where like you know they have the little uh, you know they have the horn. Like one of the abilities is like a. a like buff ability that gives you higher uh-huh. stats, but it's the horn. But okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'll be like not be able to see any of your like any of your friends, any of the other stormtroopers, and then all of a sudden you'll start hearing that horn all around you from oh, all these different no. Ewoks, and it's so scary. Um, but one of the anyway, the reason I bring it up right now is one of the abilities is they throw wisties. And it oh. and it makes your like I it makes your vision go messed up and it does a little damage to they're you. They're like flashbangs. But I was like, yeah, they're kind of like flashbangs. Um, and I was like, I have no idea what the heck these things are. And <laughs> I'm watching this episode, they're and they're little this. fire folk. They're from this. I love and I was that. like, that's so cool. I uh, love that so much. So, um, 
So the kids get in trouble, right? Yeah. For like being out here, for not finding the aura blossoms they're supposed to be looking for. Right. They get pulled away and then immediately. By, hang on. By, um, this is our first appearance. Yes, please. Of, uh, our, our, the, the arch nemesis in the tribe, Aunt Bozzy. Aunt um, Bozzy. It's, she is a large overweight Ewok, which is funny to me because the Ewoks all kind of look like little tubby te- teddy bears. Yeah. Tubby, tubby uh, but she's just like your stereotypical 80s aunt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, for sure. So that she, aunt she, she's the one that tells them off, though. Uh, <laughs> uh, but and as soon as they leave the immediately, immediately they uh, the, the queen and a bunch of the Wisties get are, captured. are captured by these strange spider yeah, I don't know what these things Creatures. are. They're, I thought that they were one creature, but it looks like it's one thing riding on the back of another. But it's we don't see either of them again. Right. Well, really what happens is they capture all the Wisties and then the queen fights her people off. And then yeah. um, the main antagonist of the whole show catches yes. her between like two cups between two cups. Uh, um uh-huh. and that is Morag, the Tolga sorceress. Um The Tolga sorceress. She's a witch. There um, are multiple different species in this series, right? So Yes. Like we'll get into it later in this episode and then primarily in the next one, but we have like the Ewoks. There are the Dulag, is that what the yes, Dulag? Yes, the du- the Dulag. Yeah. And then we have like Morag, who's her own. She's she's a Tolga. A Tolga. Do we ever yes. see? Oh, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to watch the rest of the show to find out if there's more <laughs> of her kind. I assume there's more of her kind somewhere. Um, According to the Guide to the Galaxy Sentient Species of Endor. <laughs> Incredible. They are a race. Uh, there are the Tolga are a race on Endor. So, OK, uh, yeah, she's she's apparently like an old rival of Logre. Yeah. We'll talk about the, a little bit later. We'll talk about later, but he's basically the sorcerer of, he's like the Ewok sorcerer for them. The thing that was fun is there are a handful of the Ewoks in this show that I know from Return of the Jedi. And I yep. was like, oh yeah, I know you. Yep. They look, com- most of them look completely different. <laughs> um, Logre, you, you can uh, identify him by the skull on his head. Yes. Um, but most of them, like Wicket kind of looks, okay, I get Wicket, but. I get Wicket. Other than that, most of them look completely different. Yeah. Um, but I think most of the named ones are all from the movie. That's awesome. Um, so, yeah, let's, let's do that. So the, the Wisp Queen has been captured. She looks like Tinkerbell in uh, yes. Peter Pan in the little, in her little glass cage. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, let's go through the, the cast. So we've got. Um, Wicket W. Warwick, who Aunt Bozzy yes. is mad at him at one point and literally says his full name. His full name. Wicket W. Yep. Warwick, which I was like, oh, my gosh, they said the full name. I was like, it's, it's his. Yeah, obviously, after so Warwick Davis. Um, yes. Again, yes, the myth, the legend, which um, is pretty, which is pretty adorable, right? Because he was just a kid. He was a little kid. Yeah. Um, when he. uh I guess he didn't even really get cast as Wicket initially, and it was like a weird, like, sort of on-the-day thing where they moved him around. Oh, that's cute. Um, Which is awesome, but... Uh, yeah. 
yeah, he was having a blast. Uh, honestly, a lot of his stories remind me of the the stories I was hearing from Daniel Logan at the Star Wars Celebration. Where it's oh, like that's he's dope. like the only that. kid on the set, right? Do, all the time. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah. Um, so yeah, Wicket W. Warwick, he's definitely like the main Ewok. Um, he's a little, he's a kid. Yeah. Um, but he's, he's kind of a troublemaker, but, um, he, he's trying to do the right thing for the most part. Uh, you've got Lil Grey, who's the sorcerer. Yes. Um, he's wise. He seems to know, he seems to be the one that comes up with the answers to everything. Um, his friend, I'm sorry, Wicket's friends, um, (laughs) You have Poplu. Poplu. Who's yes. like his cousin, right? Yeah, uh, right. Like this is Aunt Bozzy's son. Yes. Uh, Does, but he's like also gray haired, so I thought he yeah, was a he lot looked older like older, than older he but is. no, he's like he's like an older kid. Yeah. Uh, and then you've This got, is the like when you said I don't know how long Ewoks, Ewoks live. Like, yeah. yeah, I feel like it's not long. Yeah. Uh you've got Tebow, who kind of looks Tebow. like Tebow. He kind of looks like a little uh, in this. He looks like a little like Robin Hood. He's got a little hat on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 He does this. Uh, I think literally in the next scene does this like is able to stop this. Rampaging yeah. With like hypnotizing. Bull, with like hypnosis. <laughs> it's like hypnosis. Uh, and then, of course, you've got the chief of the land, Chief Chirpa. Chief Chirpa. Uh-huh. Um, who's in it. And then um, Wicket's sister or possibly like i don't know uh Uh nisa k-n-e-e-s-s-a nisa Um, yeah she is she the one who's getting her hood in this one no that's um okay that's a younger sister okay so they're both yeah, his I don't know. If I wasn't I don't know, sure. I don't know this. if Nisa's her sister. I was just guessing. Yeah, I uh, also don't really know what the um, relationship here is. Right. Um, but yeah, anyway, so that's that's the cast. Um, all of those named ones, except for Nisa, I think, are in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, um, they're all Ewoks uh, that look slightly different, which I don't know why they. But yeah, anyway, I mean, the puppets don't. You could go back and look at those puppets. They're not like the great, like, yeah. I think that they're fascinating, but they're not the greatest designs, especially for like a kid show. Yeah, they're they're. I mean, when we when we do eventually do the movie, uh, they look horrifying in the movie. Yeah, um, yeah I, I don't it. know why they look so different. I'm I'm even pretty sure they're the same costumes. That's but so something funny. about the lighting or something. They look yeah. horrifying. Um. We'll get there. Yeah. Um. Anyway. So, Morag captures the queen. Yeah. And we have, like, all the kids going back to the village. And then we get this little sequence with Logray. Uh, the first thing, it's him and, and Chief Chirpa, right? Yeah. And he's... They're usually together. Yeah. He is preparing a magical foam to put out fires. <laughs> He has created a fire extinguisher without the pressurized right. canister, basically. Which is good. That's that's very good. It is very when good. you live in a forest, you want to have a lot of fire retardant precautions. Yeah, right? This um, is kind of an important thing to have. Um oh, and um yeah, so then 
we go through this like comic hijinks of this uh what goat thing what what the heck is this thing it looks like a bull to me um they say what it's called Um, yeah i don't remember what uh his name is baga yeah it's name b-a-g-a baga Baga. um and uh yeah they're chasing him around bright tree village which is like in a tree in a bunch of trees um and that's when tebow stops and does a little hypnosis uh yeah to him he basically just tells him to stop and he gets the like hypnosis like He's a eyes. The thing is called a Bordock, a B O R D O K. Um and it looks like a purple bull. It's yeah, it's just a purple bull, but it's small because it's you know the size of Ewoks. Ewoks, yeah. Um Yeah, and he basically just puts him in a trance and makes him go to take, take a, a bath, bath, which is a power that take never comes back. They never address that anymore. But nope. apparently Tebow <laughs> can hypnotize <laughs> Bordocks. Um, it's just specifically maybe it's just specifically baga like you know how some people just have like a connection with an animal yeah maybe um no it's funny man tebow looks nothing (laughs) like he does in the in the movie no it's so funny he is a completely different character design um like tebow in the movie has like this awesome like skull hood thing yeah it's so cool with like tusks and stuff um but tebow in the show just like looks like a little robin hood hat Uh uh-huh um which to me tells this happens a long time before yeah yeah i think this is long before return of the jedi yeah um it says that he was born some years before wicked (laughs) oh he's older wikipedia okay yeah it doesn't say how much older, just some years. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Um But yeah, so uh they end up they're watching watching Baga. Aunt Aunt Bozzy gets like <laughs> Aunt Bozzy needs to have <laughs> has the, the high worst ground. Luck. She needs to have the high ground at all times because she like doesn't she get like splashed by this thing or like gets, knocked over by they, Baga or whatever. So she gets knocked over by Baga earlier. Then all uh-huh. the kids are washing Baga, and uh, that's when Paplu comes and is like, "We should play drop the sack." Oh my god! It's wait, my can we talk about drop the sack for drop a second? Drop the sack seems I, fun as hell. I think it's so funny when he suggests they play drop the sack, and Nisa's like, "Isn't that game forbidden?" It's true. Forbidden. Yeah. Uh, like it's not just they don't like us playing it. It's the elders it's forbid forbidden. them from playing drop the sack, uh, <laughs> which we see in a few moments how drop the sack is played. Uh, it's just... And I would play the shit out of Drop the Sack. <laughs> I would. It too. seems this super is just fun. A really adorable gravity based like so, water balloon fight. Basically, one person wears like a shield on their back with a target, uh huh, and runs under a bunch of the trees. And everyone else sits in the trees and has like water balloons full of mud. It's target and practice, and you have to just drop the, like, drop oh. them on them. And I'm like, that it's seems so good. That seems super fun. I would absolutely so play good. Drop the Sack. I would too. And um, and also like I do love the like subtle like this is this is training. I know it is. It's absolutely training. Well, it's training for um obviously 
uh, what happens in Return of the Jedi, but it's also training for what happens later in the episode. What's going to happen in this episode? Exactly. Exactly. Um, So, yeah, it's great. Um, But uh, anyway, so um, he's trying to get them to play drop the sack. Wicket's like, I don't know. Uh, We could get in trouble. Uh, We shouldn't do that. We shouldn't do that. Yeah. They don't want us to do that. And then he pours out the water that they were burying, or I'm sorry, uh, washing Baga in, and it Uh goes right on uh aunt bozzy oh, yeah i forgot and that's oh, when he's like oh i guess i'll go play then because i Let's don't want to get, get chewed out by aunt bozzy aunt bozzy also go- yeah i don't know she yeah it's a whole she's just she's have a high ground because she just constantly is underneath stuff um, yeah poor aunt bozzy honestly we do cut to morag uh yes and and a duloc shaman a Duloc Shaman. Uh, the Duloc. I love the Duloc. I do too, Tim. They're, I like the Duloc. My first note is that they look like the Grinch. They look exactly like the Grinch. Uh, they all <laughs> look like the Grinch. Um, the Duloc's primary motivation is that, <laughs> is that... that there are always bugs around them. <laughs> they're, they're just... They're the victim of bug bites. That's literally their primary motivation. It's their whole thing. And I love that. I love that that's the whole race. I also love it. Like, I only watched the first two episodes yeah. and I was like, oh, this just keeps going. Yeah, like, no, like, like he comes in and the first thing he's like, hey, yo, can I get some, like, bug medicine I, you know, or something? I, I know. The whole I know tribe. You got this wi- I know you got this fire fairy yeah. or whatever, this queen. Sure. I just need some bug bite spray. <laughs> like... Uh, but instead she shows him how she's torturing the queen of the wisps and turning uh, her into an actual fire creature. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, okay. Tim, this is a star Wars show. Yes. Is this the force? Oh, uh, wow. Why did I not think about that? Uh, yes, it absolutely is the force. She's just like the OG Mother Talzin. Yeah, she's she's using uh oh my shit is she a night sister? <laughs> I think that this episode is just going to be called the OG Mother Talzin. Yeah, she's um I do like her. I, I think she's interesting. I think she's a great 80s cartoon villain. Yeah, especially as like a foil to Logre, because yeah. Logre's just like a little freak oh, in yeah. his lab. Her motivation is she's getting revenge on Logre, and for this being the first episode, we have no idea what that could possibly be. No, not a clue. Not a clue. And Logre's just like I'm just mixing I'm just making some uh fire yeah. retardant spray. Uh but she's like, I'm getting revenge. We're gonna get rid of those uh Ewoks in Bright Tree Village. Uh, so yeah, screw, screw Logre. Um, that said, uh-huh. the next episode we'll get into a little bit more, but made me feel like, oh, maybe Logre and Chief Tripper are kind of assholes. And, yeah, uh, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. But, but he kind of gave me a thing of maybe Morag's right. More, maybe Morag was right. Maybe Morag's right. Honestly, um, the next episode makes just makes me feel bad for the duel. Yeah, that, that made me feel really bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll get there. Uh, I mean, Morag doesn't give me excuse. Doesn't give Morag excuse to commit war crimes against. Uh, no. You know. No. The, no, the it definitely folk, doesn't. But um, 
Yeah, the poor Wisty Queen. Um, the poor Wisty Queen. So we we cut back to the kids. And they're playing the. They're, they're drop is the this sack. like when they're playing drop the sack? Yes. Okay. Um, Post the game. Yeah, they're like cleaning up, and Wicket is holding oh, a broom. The, and the, the reason end of the, the broom game just the reason burst into flames. Wait, the reason the game ended was because Aunt <laughs> oh, Bozzy caught them and stood directly under a drop the sack. And yeah, gets so, dropped the sack all over her. Uh, it was T- what Tebow is that his name? Yeah, who was running around and Wicket threw it and he stopped short and it hit Aunt Bozzy instead. Yeah. And then Chief Chirpa finds them and also yeah. gets mad at them. Uh, yeah, because playing drop the sack is forbidden. It's forbidden. Uh, they say, <laughs> do you think it's forbidden because Aunt Bozzy always gets she hit? always gets? Well, they tell them that it's dangerous, right? Uh, I guess. That's what, well, that's what they said. They're like, I don't know. The parent, the adults, the elders said it's, it's dangerous. It's dangerous. Yeah. So they said, gave us some bullshit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, okay. So now on to that. They're cleaning up all the. Um, well, no, they get put on work duty as punishment. That's what they. Oh, that's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and that's when Wicket's. We're not even halfway through this episode, Tim. Yeah, we're, we're past halfway. We're about halfway. The these episodes are so long. Um, they feel so long. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Anyway, uh, but we also did a lot of setup, and you know, we all did. That. No, 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 no. I um, just mean like I've watched these episodes more than once, and they feel it feels like so many things happen. There are a lot of beats to it. I, I, yeah, that's true. Um, and it's not great Star Wars. It's still Star Wars. But still Star Wars. to me, watching this stuff, like just being online and like appreciating this stuff, because I'm laughing through this. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, talking to you about it makes me want to be like, do I want to keep watching this show? No, like, yeah, because I'm like watching it and I'm laughing and I'm like, this is hilarious. And just going on Twitter and seeing the way people talk about Obi-Wan and the way people talk about, yeah. to me, these awesome shows. And they're like, this is the worst Star Wars ever. I just want to be like, I'm like I have some y'all. Star Wars to show you. There uh-huh. is much worse Star Wars, guys. Can I tell you uh-huh. my go to thing anytime someone tells me they don't like Rise of Skywalker now has been like, you just need to go read uh, Dark Empire, please. <laughs> oh, my God. I just came up with a um, this. Is, wow, we were way off topic already, but it's fine. It doesn't matter. Uh, I just this just came up. Someone was talking about how dark empire was and they're like oh well they did that already in the comics in the eu and i was like yeah i read that comic it's very silly like it's a very it's silly comic. so goofy yeah. and they're like what like and then everyone was like everyone who read it in the discord server that i was on was like yeah it is uh-huh. a really silly comic there's like a weird space Leia wormhole pushes palpatine out of his bed yeah like <laughs> But it's like, and then everyone's like, why did they decide to make that into a movie of all the like EU stuff that they <laughs> yeah. picked? Like, because they, they really did. Yeah. They took so much of Rise of Skywalker from that. But yeah, um, it's wild. It's wild. Please, if y'all haven't listened to us talk about that, go uh, back and listen to that episode. Yeah, Dark Empire is, yeah, that's a trip. Um, but yeah, okay. Anyway, so, 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 uh, yeah, Wicket's uh, broom explodes into fire. And uh-huh. since they've already been caught, uh, oh, and they lied about what they were doing when they were caught. Uh, they did. And that's what kind of sours oh, them yeah, for the right didn't, thing. 
Poplu tried to spin some story about, about it being like a thunderbat that was yeah. dropping mud everywhere. A, a mud-slinging thunderbat. Yeah. Gosh, looking at the I'm looking at a freeze frame of uh Tebow Wicket and Poplu and Poplu does look like he's like the middle-aged like he Ewok. Does. He's he's kind of chubby. He he's way so bigger than the rest of them. Than they do. Yeah. Um but anyway, there's like why is this man <laughs> hanging out with these children? Yeah. Um, but anyway, so, uh, yeah, so the the fire uh, goes off, and now the elders are mad at them. It's like, why would you set fire to uh, this dry forest? Um, so, yeah. they set them to a watch at, like... An outpost somewhere. An outpost somewhere. Apparently, yeah. they're supposed to be there for three days. Yeah, basically like military, like boarding. I don't know. It was like, yeah, but it also seems like a prison. I don't know. It seemed like maybe boarding school. Like that seemed like the closest. It feels thing. boarding school. Yeah, it's like um, this. It's this is com- this is like mandatory community service when you've yeah. done something wrong. Yeah, you fucked up. Now you got to go work this outpost for us for a couple. Because they definitely thought they lot laid lit the thing on fire, uh, but then. Yeah. Uh, and he and Wicked's like, no, my broom just exploded in flames. And they're like, ah, you're a liar. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, so they're they're at this outpost. And they all go to bed, and then they have this shared dream. Yeah, where these trees grow up and like capture all the Ewoks together, and then they wake up. Mm-hmm. How weird is that? Like, what the hell was that? It's Some super weird. Vision. Here we go again. I force stuff is weird on Endor, apparently. I guess so. I I do. I believe that this show is just like anytime anything metaphys, anytime they need anything like magical to happen, there's a sort of like, well, it's Star Wars. It's the force. But also like it's a kid show. So you don't have to explain it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So they have this shared dream and Um, it is uh, perilous. And then Tebow is the one who realizes that the forest is on fire. Right. Like. Right. They're like, oh, because the dream was basically the, the they said it was the cars or I'm sorry, not the, it's, the the trees. It's not just a tree. It's like a vision. Right. It's a force vision. And the and the trees were calling out for help. Yes. This is the literally the cry of the trees. Yeah. The cries of the trees. Um. Yes. So basically they wake up and then the trees are actually on fire. Um. <laughs> and it's because the. um. Yeah, the Wisties have been... They're, like, they're infecting inflamed, each other. And they're, like, catching yeah. on each other. Yeah. Uh, it's a sort of um, virus thing that seems to be happening. So they go them. and run like, and tell the adults at the boarding school, and they're like, oh, you're liars. <laughs> they're, they're, like, eating some sort of jawbreakers or something, some sort of berries or something. Yeah. Um, oh, just because we haven't addressed it yet. Um, I really like that they uh, are, like, saying random Ewok words. In the middle of oh, the, I like that every yeah. now and then. Like you'd get the like uh, I think in one of the episodes, uh, Wicket gets excited and he says something like "Oh yup yup!" Like he just like shouts it. Yeah. Um. And yeah. And like uh, when when they show up, like they'll greet each other by saying "Goopa." Oh Goopa. Uh, it's something that I really like and appreciate, and I wish that like more more content did. Um, it's really weird. I don't want to like this yeah. wasn't a comparison that I expected to make, but I just watched the first episode of Miss Marvel today. Oh, I did too. Loved it. 
And and I loved that. I loved the first episode so much. Yeah. But like one of the things that I always really appreciate about um, media about like non-white folk, right, is like when you have like non-native English speakers just speaking in their native language and you don't subtitle it. It's just like this is just part of their day to day dialogue. Right. And um there were so many moments in that episode where I was like, okay, like I know that the subtitles aren't actually following what they're saying, but I don't need like that's yeah. not for me. And uh I like that this is like in a similar way doing that sort of thing, even though it's not actually about yeah. representation. It's just It's just that they're talking an Ewok, which is yeah. yeah, it's it's it is kind of weird. It's more like Assassin's Creed, where in oh. like Assassin's Creed sometimes they'll slip into like the like the language that they're because the animus doesn't translate everything or whatever. Yeah. Um, So that's what it kind of feels like. Um, Although there's one scene where I think actually that that past scene where all the elders are trying to decide what to do with them and they all stand together and they, that one's just like, they're just speaking Ewok to each other and it's, it's like all like over each other, which is funny. Okay. Um, So anyway, uh, they, uh, warn everybody and then uh the queen uh comes into the little like area uh-huh. and she's on fire but they but wicket puts her out uh so wicket <laughs> puts her out put, realizes what's happening real and yeah the queen tells the queen uh wisty tells them all what's happening uh so now they have to go from the uh uh what's it called the little outpost they have uh, to yeah. wear the hat. Uh, the, I'm sorry, the hood oh, yeah, giving ceremony. Oh yeah, there's a hood ceremony happening. Uh, because uh-huh. there's a coming of age of an Ewok, or of several Ewoks, I think. Oh, that's cute. Um, and they're all getting their little hoods, uh, which was adorable. Um, but uh, they all go there, and they've been forbidden. They have to be there for three days. Uh, and so they're trying to, like, the forest is on fire, guys. And they're like, you're liars. Like, this is important. And they're like, you're super liars. <laughs> there's, like, sort of... It's weird because, like, so much happens in this episode that it gets, like, washed away. But there's sort of a, like, the little boy who cried wolf thing going on in this episode. It seems to be and like that's gets... the that's like the theme of it, right? Yeah. Um, but it gets buried under, like, everything that happens. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is exactly this is the third time where he comes and he has like a real problem to tell them about, and no one believes him because right. uh, they've already dealt with his bullshit twice. Exactly. Uh, but eventually, they have uh, the the they get backed up by the the adults there. They're like, "No, we saw the fire." And then they all see the fire, so they start. They do like kind of a little firefighting force where they all get their little yeah. machines like they have in return of the Jedi, but they use it for firefighting. Um, I really liked the whole like firemen carry, like passing the buckets of water and like being on the front lines, like Ewoks aren't afraid to, to get up in there when the safety of the community is on. Board. Well, even the kids, uh, they're the ones that like, Oh, we still need to do more. So they all figure out, they're like, well, we need to do the, um, we need to use the gliders to drop water on the yeah. on the sky, but uh, Morag's off on the distance, pulling a Saruman, and like oh my god, everything... yeah, this is so Saruman, and she's like making a huge wind. Uh... The wind is blowing the fire and spreading yeah. the flames and making it worse. Yeah, yeah. no, it's good. Um, 
So, yeah. So uh, they're like, you can't do it. You'll be blown right into the flames. Um, but the Wisties end up helping them guide them through the, you know, wind. Yeah. So they, they use the they use the hang gliders to glide through through the wind navigated by the Wisties. And they're able to drop the magic foam that Logre created in yep. order to, like, douse the flames. And, like, everything comes together. Right. And then uh, the queen herself grabs the last bag. And drops it directly on Morag's head. <laughs> uh, and then it starts raining. So then everything's over. Yeah. Uh, and this dry, um, I guess the whole reason this was happening was because there was like a dryness over the whole forest, which I guess means yeah. over the whole planet. I don't know. Or like, I guess just I under there where they live. I don't know. Um, I have no idea. It's a moon. I don't know how big it is, but it's got to be big enough to have more than one biome probably yeah probably i don't know how that works it's difficult star wars is yeah. weird um so they're like yeah we saved the trees and then aunt bozzy says sorry for being so hard on wicket and then wicket but not that sorry. yeah and then wicket passes out um, Yep. and that's the first episode um we did it overall that's the first episode um talking through it makes it feel a lot more fun than it was to watch <laughs> I don't know. Like, I didn't, like I said, I. I didn't hate it. I did watch it with people. I like uh, made okay, a point okay. to like get folks together to watch this with me oh, because man. I was like, I, I don't know if why I did you, do this by myself. Why did you do that? That's so mean. Well, that's the bad, that's the bad part is that like I did that and then I was like, oh, I have to watch this again to take notes. <laughs> <laughs> so I did watch every episode, both episodes twice. Yeah, uh, I am not sure why you forced other people to do this with you. Cause that's... Because because I had an opening and it was it was right there. I don't know. I mean, uh, I, say I that, do that baseball I... podcast, right? And we've been on break for a long time. Yeah, and we came back and I pitched this episode. And then folks were like, hey, we have this other Discord group where we stream movies and things all the time. And I was like, who wants to watch Ewoks with me? Oh, no. And it happened. Yeah, it's great. That's yeah. I mean, I say that, but I I did make my sister watch the second episode with me just because I was like, hey, I need to watch this. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Uh, but no, that's great. That's great. So the second episode, um, should we get into yeah, it? Yeah, second episode, we'll get right into it. The Haunted Village. The Haunted Village. Also written by Paul Dini. Yep. Um, I don't know, dude. This one was... Uh, a, this is... I know. I know. You guys are going to be like, what? Uh, yet another example of a soap-focused cartoon. Oh, my God. There's so much soap in this episode, guys. There's so much soap. Okay. Okay. If I'm just going to do... Like, I'm not even going to look at my notes. Right. Um. In this episode... Right. The Ewoks have these berries that they're trying to protect. Yes. And Morag has a big Ridley ass like pterosaur yeah. thing that's gonna come eat them <laughs> eat them, no, take them take away, the, rip them up, it take doesn't matter. The whole trees. Take the whole it's tree. It's called the Montegru. So, so in order to protect the tree. Right. 
Logre has made a soap that will turn them invisible. No, he didn't make it to protect the soup or to, to protect oh, the, the oh, trees. Oh, he just happened to have this invisibility He happened to soap. have a soap that turns things invisible. <laughs> he happened, in, okay. He happened to have a soap that turns things invisible. So the answer to this, of course, is to wash the trees. Yes. With the soap. Because it'll turn However, them invisible. The Dulocs are still having their bug problem. Right. Before we get, before we move on too quickly uh yeah no when you wash the trees when you wash the trees it can be uh like undone by just normal clean water that's not washed yeah so like what like what is the point of this as soon as it rains you're doing why is this soap why did you make this soap first of all is my question like why does it (laughs) it's it's not paint it's it's not paint it's soap so and how do you wash a tree? Because, like, at first it's very <laughs> Rain, clearly. You don't want it to be invisible forever, Tim. Right. But, like, no, I'm just saying, like, the actual physical act of washing a tree. Like, if someone was to, like, point to a tree and be like, hey, Tim, go wash that. I don't know how I would do that. <laughs> you just you scrub it like, with the soap, Tim. I don't know. It's just a bar like, of soap. And, and in this episode, it starts out very much like, oh, yeah, we're, like, scrubbing and we're going to scrub all the trees. And, and then by the end, it's a very loose definition of washing. <laughs> by the end, they're just we'll like, there. yeah, we'll get there. But, like. <laughs> They they seem to progressively get lazier with their their washing <laughs> with like what that what means. washing is, um, um, so yeah, it's so funny. So yeah, the first thing we see is the the uh, as we learn the Montagru, but it's it's like a the Montagru. it's like a bat pterodactyl. I think you're right. It looks it like, looks like a it looks like Ridley. It looks like Ridley from um Metroid from Metroid. Yeah, yeah. Um. It picks up one of the trees, like the whole tree, and just flies off with it. Yep. Um, and yeah. Nisa's like caught in the roots of it, but Wicket's able, able yeah, to save her. Which is cool. And they, they're apparently, they're very like, I guess they're they're tubby, so they just, they're fine when they land from the, from yeah. the grounds. And then, and then they go to like Low Grey, who's got this like spitting top that is showing the Montagru oh, yeah. flying away. Yep. And he's like, oh, that's the Montagru. You know, more like he's, hired Yeah, he's to, seen it before. Yeah. He gets it. Um. So yeah. So um. Then we cut to uh, King Gornish, Gornish, who is Gornish. the king of the Dulocs. We saw the Duloc Yo. shaman in yeah. the last episode. Um. And uh, <laughs> he's like, he's mad that they still are being bothered by these bugs. All the Dulocs. I think. I think there's a bunch of. Like Chief Chirpa, like soap stuff that happens all before we meet King. Green. Right, he's explaining the. Uh, he's yeah. Expo- yeah, we talked about how the soap. We did. Soap You're right. Works. We did talk about the soap. Uh, but that he's basically um, Chief Chirpa and uh, Logre are explaining that they like make this plan. They like are going to go cover the trees. Wicked gets responsible for like taking the care walklings, of the walklings. The walklings, little baby Ewoks. The walklings, um, which yeah. is not the first time we've seen walklings. We see them in the. Um, we do in the movie, but walklings is a cute term. It's an adorable I love term. It. It's very adorable. Uh, yeah, Wicket's not happy about it, but um, no. But then, yes, King Gornish. Uh, well, no. First, first, we see that shaman again. Uh, oh yeah, and he's sh- trying oh to make God. a potion to get rid of the bugs, but he clearly knows nothing of potion the, making. I love that the Dulux with him are like. 
Why are you shaven? And he still, they still all look like the Grinch. They uh, all look like the Grinch. So yeah. Oh. Uh, I do like, I do like the two luck shaman. I wish he had it like a real name. I like him. Yeah. Um. So anyway, so uh, meanwhile, like Wicket takes the walklings with some soap to go like play in the river. Uh-huh. Uh, and it happens to be just nearby where, uh, the Dulocs are, uh, and the, uh, the, the soap that they have is special Ewok soap that apparently is famous for driving away bugs. Yes. So famous bug, bug resistant they're in the soap. Business, they were trying to get a potion that got rid of bugs. But instead, there's this famous bug resistant or bug repellent soap. Like, you know what? We should steal this. Yes, yeah, so that's like the Duloc shaman gets the idea that they're gonna they're gonna go steal it. But then they get frightened by this strange hippo creature that was like yeah. hiding. It kind of looks like a Torterra from Pokemon. It does. Um, but yes, if it does. Torterra was a hippo and not a um, yeah, not a turtle. Um, so they go and they they have to go uh talk to king ganesh uh and tell them that oh we let the the ewoks get away you know they i tried to steal the soap and they they king ganesh and and the shaman have a very contentious relationship that's established right here right where it's like why are you even my shaman like what good are you here like we should do this thing uh, which I think is important. Like, it doesn't necessarily come up later in this episode, but I feel like is important for establishing, like, the terms of these characters. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, anyway, they're like, well, we, we're going to go break into Bright Tree Village, which, of course, is high up above yeah. in the trees uh, and steal the soap that gets rid of the bugs. Uh, yes. So that's what they start to do. Um they- they break into the village twice in this episode. They now, do. Yeah. But the first time is, seems like the harder time. Uh, so they go, they yeah. break right into low gray's office. Uh, and it feels like the harder time. They break right into the office. Yeah. Of the chief it's like magician. literally right in there. Uh, they're looking through, they find a bunch of stuff. Uh, one of, one of the Dulocs finds a powder that turns him beautiful. Uh, oh my god yeah it's so funny um it, i forgot it, yeah he looks like he's like blonde has a mustache and everything <laughs> um, it's so good it's in the it's in the intro, intro. yeah <laughs> uh, but then they find the soap um they do they, they find think they thought it was the soap that gets rid of the bugs but it turns out to be the soap that washes things invisible soap <laughs> uh so they're like hey finally we have this soap uh we have this special soap it's gonna protect us from bugs and so that all of the duloc tribe is washing in the river with their clothes on like um but now they're slowly getting invisible and they're actually getting like horrified and then one of them falls into the water and realizes it just washes off with water it's not a big deal but Yes. The thing that I loved about this scene was like it was a bunch of Dulocs and they were all different, like different parts of them were invisible. And I'm like, oh, I know exactly where that Duloc begins its wash routine. Like some of them start (laughs) with their tail for some reason. 
Uh huh. Some of them start with like their torso. Yeah, and then I mean, I think the king is the smartest one because you always start with like your head, and then yeah. you move your way down, right? But yeah. Uh, okay. Do you? I don't use a bar of soap. I do. I do use a bar of soap. Do you start with your head, Tim? Um, I start. Well, I use different face. Uh, yeah, okay. But, yeah. But no, right. I start with shampoo. I have like shampoo. I do shampoo first, and then I have like face wash, and then I also have body. But I do wash shampoo and, like, and then conditioner, okay. and then I'll while the conditioner's in there, I'll do the. You do go top. I do down. go top down. Yes. Okay. Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. I do the same. But, I do. I do hair and then body. So we would be. For sure. You would be. So if you had invisible soap here, you would be bald <laughs> first. Um, first you would be hairless, and then you you'd be a floating head. Uh, yeah, right. Because yeah, because then you because would, I wash my face last, right? So I do my hair. I do is, my. This I is do the shampoo. riveting Star Wars content you guys come to us for. I do shampoo. And then I do, and then I do conditioner, and then I wash the rest of my body while the conditioner like settles, and then I wash out the conditioner, right. and then I wash my yeah, face. Yeah, so that's the same thing. So yeah, so I'd be bald first, and then I would be a floating, <laughs> a floating face, uh, and then I would like Harry be, Potter yeah. with his invisibility cloak in the first. Movie. Yeah, well, well, I guess since I'm showering, none of this would really. Because it's being washed off instantly. It would just by, wash right clean, off. You would yeah. never turn invisible. Yeah, no, it doesn't work as well in the shower, I guess. Um, no. Invisibility soap is not meant for the shower. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so the, uh, the, the, the Dulocs come up with a great idea to terrorize King. the Ewok village. King. Garnish. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, we should use this to our advantage. And scare the Ewoks. Yeah, I love it. And they, Which I, I I love it. It's so... So they go in... Like, it's a kid show. Yeah. It's very much a kid show, right? We're going to go scare them. Right. We're going to go, like, make them fear for their safety. Yeah, so they go in and they, they start terrorizing the village by, like, drawing on the walls and knocking people's brooms out of their hands and, you know, causing uh -huh. a big mess. Throwing food. And then... Uh, they start saying, we are the spirits of the forest. For too long, we've allowed oh, you yeah. to live in our branches. You must go. Um, and all the Ewoks are scared, except Logre is like, nah, that's bullshit. The spirits of the forest are nah, totally. <laughs> yeah. That's, like literally instantly. He's like, dude, say. that's super bullshit. The spirits of the forest love this us. This is super bullshit. I, I know the spirits of the forest. I've been here a long yeah. ass time. They're, they ain't never been like this before. Yeah, literally instantly. Uh, and so they start doing uh, like a little scavenger hunt and they like um, and it literally takes Logre like all of like 10 seconds to find out. It's so what funny. happened. He's like, oh, yeah. Oh, they wanted soap and they got the wrong soap. They got soap. the wrong soap. OK. <laughs> and now they're it. invisible. Now they're invisible. Now they're we should give them some soap. So, yeah. So his plan is to get revenge on the oh. Dulocs. Tim. Tim, why couldn't they just give them some good soap? I know, right? Like, that's the... <laughs> they could just give them some good soap. They could be like, hey, buddies, yeah. I know you're struggling with these bugs. They Here's even, some good soap. They even are talking about it, and they're like, man, the Dulux are disgusting. They have always bugs around them. 
Let's give them this yeah. soap that's going to make them deal with more bugs. Yeah, so um, uh, they, they captured these little... They, they weren't wisties, I don't think. Maybe they were wisties. No, I don't think they, they were, were little wisties. glowy things as well. Uh, but they're they're gonna make basically new soap, and so they're gonna ha- they're gonna have Wicket sneak soap. into the Duloc camp. Um, meanwhile, uh, Morag is back in her mountain lair and is sending oh yeah sending Ripley back out. Uh, um, our Ripley dinosaur th- thing. I, oh yeah, there's the whole sunberry plot. Yeah, to go steal all the sunberries. Uh, yes. So. The the thing was is Wicket is trying to steal the invisibility soap back. Yes. Um while also pulling in Indiana Jones and replacing it with yeah. uh Bug this soap. new soap, basically. Um and there's a whole chase that happens. Oh, that's right. He gets they weren't chasing they weren't catching wisties, they were catching bugs. Um Yeah. Yeah. So he gets caught immediately. And there's a whole chase scene where he's like trying to hide them and they catch him. And but he's able to quickly switch out the invisibility soap with the um, the new the red new bugs. red bug soap, which we don't know. They didn't know his bugs. Except he drops the invisibility soap in like a little puddle. Right. So the and that's like, like makes it dissolve. Um, yeah. So they they but they get the the bug soap that they don't know is bug soap yet. And they're like, oh, we're going to teach those Ewoks a lesson. Let's all get invisible now. So they all go into the lake. And they all all the Dulocs start washing. Uh, but now they're covered in bug attraction soap. Oh. And all the Ewoks have been catching bugs all day, apparently. And just uh, like let them unleash, unleash the all the bugs. And now they're more covered in bugs than, than ever. ever. Um, the poor Dulocs. I feel for them. All they want is to not be covered in bugs. So that's the, all they want is to not deal with bugs. And to, like, what's so bad about this is that? What's me, so like, bad man, if, about not wanting to deal with if bugs? If I were the Dulocs or, or Morag, I would I would hate the Ewoks also. Like, screw these guys. They're so mean. Screw these guys. Why? <laughs> we just wanted some soap. Like, literally, they're not asking for. And y'all anything. cursed us with more bugs. Yeah. Um, but uh, now also they don't have, they lost their invisibility soap, so they can't, um, wash the last few trees of sunberries, uh, which, uh, Logre says if even one snow, if even one, uh, sunberry tree is left, uh, it, the, the big dinosaur thing will go through the entire forest and kill every sunberry tree uh, it can find. And he's like, okay, um, one tree will be fine. Yeah, so they, they so Wicket is like, here. okay, I'm gonna take this puddle that has like soap in it. it. He it scoops up. it up in his yeah. bag, gets real high up into the trees and pokes a bunch of holes. He gets real high. Yeah, he gets real high off the off the sunberries and the <laughs> the soap. Uh, he eats the soap. Um, no. And then he like he like Tarzan's. Yeah, wings. he pokes holes in the in the thing in the in his bag so that it uh drips like water over the remaining yeah. sunberries um which counts as <laughs> so, washing it apparently i guess it counts as washing it yeah as long as it gets 
like briefly touched by a little bit of soapy invisibility water the, the whole, whole thing, thing will be invisible yeah which didn't work yeah. on the ewoks yeah you didn't need to use the soap to like clean the whole thing yeah. you just need a drop or two um but yeah so it does work so all the um all the uh sunberry trees are invisible um our uh dinosaur thing comes flying around and it's a hilarious scene where it like flies around and literally does like a little head on a swivel thing uh yeah like, like uh there's nothing uh, here where is it where uh, is it what am i supposed to and do it just, uh i see nothing and then it just flies away yeah. um and then yeah they're like oh that's great like wicket saved the forest and then nisa gives him a kiss so that makes me think it's like a girlfriend yeah, I think so too. Uh, I don't think they're family. Yeah. I think it's a like relationship deal. Yeah. Uh, and then Wicket's like, "Wait, I have one more joke to make," and everyone and he goes and eats some invisible bears. And he's like, mm, but "Even though they're invisible, they still taste great." And then we get a great '80s ending where everyone's laughing, and then it goes to credits. Yeah, we see a couple other Ewoks run off into the invisible plants and disappear. Right. Um, yeah. If you're behind an invisible plant, you're also invisible. Right. You don't also need the invisibility potion yourself or whatever. So you can just hide under other invisible things and also be invisible. Right. Yeah, it's... Yeah, the invisible mechanic... Very uh, confusing. Uh... Good for only this circumstance, right. really. Can't wash a ship with invisibility soap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, and those are the two, first two episodes of the Ewoks television show. Um, Tim, I am delighted that this series exists. I am glad we watched the first two episodes, but like, I feel like this is... Perhaps the most tangential Star Wars conversation we've had. Like, can you think of anything else that, like, pulled us this far away from, like... We briefly touched on the nature of the Force, I guess. <laughs> because of Morag, but... I mean, yeah. Uh, but this is Star Wars, right? It's technically This is Star, Star Wars. Wars. This is, like... I I would argue because of when it came out, this is like essential feels like a strong word, but foundational Star Wars in a way. Like, I think a lot of the early expanded universe stuff is vitally important to where the the world has gone, where the canon has gone since, even if not all of it is considered Canon yeah, I agree. I I don't think this one so much. I think people kind of watch this and they, ah, it's a kid's show. It's it's. I mean, let's, well, let's... but you were just saying, like, like uh, Battlefront drew on this in a way with the Wisties, yeah, which like isn't a... a big deal, but also is like, I think still important to canon. Like, I don't know. I think most people would see this for what it is, which is just a cash grab to try to make a kid's show that would no no you're totally right. you know, you're totally maybe right. sell some like that, toys that, if we can sell no some toys no one had any intention of this being important to what storytelling we did in the future 
And it's fun to be able to like draw on that. But the fact that like we can draw on that and and do things with it is still is still fun to me. Yeah. This is like why I like what is happening with like legends nowadays. Yeah. Um I was just having a conversation because I have so many little Star Wars group chats, but no, that's um, great. I would much rather have more Star Wars than less Star Wars. Regardless. Yeah. Um, yeah. If I don't like a show or there, you know, something comes out and I'm like, oh, I was a little like, a little wonky. Yeah. Like, um, I love the Obi Wan show, but even that has parts I'm like, yeah, a little wonky. But um, well, next, the, next, we'll do a thing on the Patreon when it's yeah. over. Um, but you know, the next episode's out, you know, next week, and I'm back. You know, it's yeah. fine. Um, we're almost there i think it'll be over before we talk i think so too um yeah actually it will be uh, um yeah but yeah um but yeah i don't know it's just there's so much star wars and i I love star wars and you know i i'm happy that you know i can pick and choose the star wars i want to read and yeah. you know or i want to watch or uh, stuff like that so yeah i'll be really i'll be really honest and like we talked about this a lot before the show started, but the thing that I really love about Star Wars as a franchise and as a fandom is that it is so much bigger than any one person I think can consume. Like, if I wanted to dedicate my entire life to just reading Star Wars content, right. it would take me years to catch up. Yeah. And I kind of appreciate that. Like, this is the thing I love about being somebody who, like, goes to conventions and works at conventions. It's like going and being part of a bigger, like, fandom space and recognizing that, like, oh, I actually, I only occupy a small sliver of, like, what this thing is. And even being at Star Wars Celebration and being a person who reads a lot of the books, like, we had, I had so many people who came to the booth that had information that I didn't right. and were able to like give me insights into things that I just don't have context for. And I will always appreciate the fact that there is more star Wars yeah. out there than I can actually consume. I mean, I, yeah, um, I think not everyone can be Alex yeah. and Molly over at star Wars explained. Uh, yeah. But just, just, I just, yeah. if I was getting paid for it, maybe, but yeah. like, I, there's just not the time of day. Like I would, I do my best. Well, the thing is, is I have so many other things that I'm interested in also, yeah. but yeah. Um, I do love star Wars. I do like even the bad star Wars is still star Wars. So I'm like, yeah, I, I, I like that, you know? Um, I agree with you. and this is definitely bad star Wars. Uh, this is definitely bad. Star but, Wars. um, uh, we don't usually do this during, um, deep dive episodes but because kenobi's happening right now do you want to do a little spoiler wall and talk about the fourth episode that just happened? Uh, no i don't okay cool <laughs> we'll, we'll save it for the patreon no no that's great um, i'm down for that i i watched it earlier this morning and i think i need to watch it again before i codify my feelings but like uh, i had some i had some big feelings during this episode yeah we'll get, we'll get there. there we'll do a stay tuned patreon yeah. i have already put my name down yeah for uh an episode about that so yeah we'll talk about it that'll happen eventually we'll talk about it cool but anyway um thanks for listening guys it's another deep dive 
uh, episode. We'll be back in two weeks for another Bantha episode. Uh, and then in two more weeks for another deep dive, uh, which we will, um, as we get closer, we'll, we'll nail down what that will be. Figure out what that yeah. will be and let you know. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. In the meantime, check us out on the Patreon. Like I said, we'll probably be on some. Absolutely. Uh, we actually got a bunch of stuff uh, lined up on the Patreon uh, as a as a group yeah. as a, a dueling genre in general, uh, and oh, uh, because it's Pride Month. If anyone hasn't checked out the dueling genre T public, we just released a new T shirt, which is uh, a Pride colored dueling genre logo that says, um, "Is it? It's not entertainment for anybody." It's uh fandom for everyone. Yeah, that's yeah, that's right. Uh which Cash just got their shirt today and I'm very excited. I I placed an order for one as well and I'm looking forward to seeing that show up. But uh if you want to celebrate Pride, uh you can buy our new Pride shirt and all um all purchases the money is going to go to Right now, it looks like it's going to be the Trevor Project. I don't think we've actually committed to what everyone's the, the, what the, everyone's uh, leaning towards Trevor Project right now. Yeah, I don't know. I like. don't know if that's but, actually what it's going to be at the end, but it feels like that's going to be the ding. So it's fandom for everyone. Beautiful pride color logo. Uh, I have one coming right now, and I'm looking forward to it. So check that yeah. out. I'll link it in the episode description. Um. Yeah. Um. In the meantime, you can also check us out on the Discord. Also in the episode description. Uh, check us out at NR Archives Pod on Twitter, 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 um, or at uh, New Republic Archives on Instagram. Um, but once again, thank you all for listening. Um, it's awesome. Anytime anyone tells me, hey, I listened to the podcast this week, is great. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so feel free to reach out. Uh, we're pretty uh, responsive on Twitter. Um, yeah. You'll usually get multiple responses sometimes from both of us since <laughs> it's like oh we both kind of have access to it so yeah we yeah. both we both sort of have access i i do want to shout out mm-hmm. um i did meet two different star wars podcast hosts while at celebration um i met the couple of hosts from a show called pouring conversation anyway that's a great title which has been running for a very long time and i also met the hosts from friends of the force who knew me through my bookstore podcast oh awesome so uh just please go check out like there are a bunch of other star wars shows there's so many it's impossible to keep track of all of them but i would like to shout out the two of the two of those because I actually got to like talk to the hosts over the last couple weeks during celebration and um they seem like good folks. Please go check them yeah, out. Yeah, that's awesome. I did not meet any of them at celebration, but um I'll take your word that for you fair. for for it. I I actually didn't I didn't even get like real deep into like I met so many people during celebration because I am one a Star Wars fan who like reads books and to like <clears throat> an actual inventory person for the bookstore that, that brought the stuff uh-huh. here. So I talked to a bunch of people like up and down the exhibit hall and like people just gave me stuff and was like, Hey, like let's talk later and whatever. I messaged you. Right. Uh, and was like, I should have brought <laughs> like, I should have brought like well, we, business we currently cards have something. no merch or, or buttons or anything. We have like that. no merch. Uh. We should do that at some point. But like, I don't think I'm going to go to Star Wars Celebration in London. However. Yeah. 
you know, it could be cool to have like buttons or business cards or something for San Diego Comic Con. So we should talk about that off the off pod. Yeah. Uh, we'll yeah. we'll look into it. It's it. We'll, we'll put it out there, but we'll figure it out. Uh, but yeah, no pressure. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. Um, I know we got we had a couple weeks off, and then we did two back to backs, but now we're back to our normal schedule. Uh, every two yeah, weeks. Yeah, so we'll be back. Yeah. Two weeks from today, the day you're listening to yeah. it. With another banter episode. Well, I mean, and then, maybe uh, not the day you're listening to it. If you listen to it on the day of release, then... Oh, that's true. Um, if you're listening to it on the day of release. If you're not listening to it the day this goes up... No, I mean, if you're not listening to it the day it goes up, you can still wait two weeks and there will be a new episode at that point. There will uh, be a new episode. That is also true. It's, uh, it just might have come out before then. But um, <laughs> but no. Uh, so yeah. So uh, But thank you for listening. And uh, remember, until next time, uh, if it's not in the archives. It doesn't exist. <laughs>